yeah. yeah. Okay. So do you want to get into this? Yeah, quick? this is, this it, is tough. This was so, t I have to say <laughs> this was non enjoy. This was unenjoyable. This particular model was like, I felt like Intense. I was back in college. Um, and it was Me too, like, like cramming for the final, like, Oh my for, God. Yes. So this was like the resonant science of module three, which was modern physics. And they basically went from the history of everything in physics up till, you know, the Higgs boson and like, like what, what they're doing now with like quantum, quantum waves. And I mean, I'm just kind of going like, theory. they went through everything, theory, they went through everything. And I'm, I'm kind of going like, I had to relearn. The only thing we, I didn't have to do is assignments about with equations. They gave us the equations. That's and we true. had to look at the equations, but I didn't actually have to do my own mathematics on it. Other than that, like you went through, in fact, I went through more history lesson of physics right now than I even did when I was in college. And like, I took four semesters of physics in like a university level. So like, I was just going like, geez, this was so overwhelming. And wow. All right, good. I don't feel so bad because I had none of that. Like I said, my last, my last course in science was geology in college. And that was like the last one I took. I didn't even take physics in high school. I took oh, chemistry. wow. Yeah. Chemistry this was the last like, torture for you then. It was, I mean, I actually like this kind of stuff, but getting into the nitty gritty, I like the esoteric part of it. I know. <laughs> that's, what, that's what calls me to it, really. The physics, the whole universe, like the whole questioning about it, but all the, the math involved is pretty intense. Yeah, I mean, like for me, I, I, I also like the, I mean, I like some of this stuff too, but I don't know how much detail I need to go into each individual little aspect of it, you know, because the other thing is, is like, you can tell me what, you know, what the laws of motion are or whatever, but I'm not going to memorize them for all. And right. even if I memorize them, I'll memorize them for the test, but they're not going to be like, you know, something that is just going to stick in my memory for all time. Like, I mean, I, I you know, right. it's not for practical purposes in a sense. No. And if I, if I need to reaccess this, I'll, I'll relook it up you know right like, oh, exactly what's the, what's the law of thermodynamics within the okay, yes yeah. right and you'll just yeah you'll just google it and find it when you need it yeah yeah so well, yeah but there were still some takeaways like i try i tried yeah. to look at it more of just uh what was my overall what are my walk my takeaways from this whole module and that's and i made it i simplified it i mean it's so simple for a person that would be into this, that they would kind of laugh at me, but at least I walked away with something. So do you have that? Or do you, is there something that you want to break down because you have more of a science background? Do you have, do you have I mean, there were some things that were like new to me that like, I mean, there was things like I wrote down, like I wrote down Einstein declares space to have ether, which is necessary for general gravity or general, general relativity, which I was under the impression that it was the opposite. I thought that like, Einstein was a big advocate of taking away the ether and having like the vacuum in space or whichever, which by the way, the vacuum in space or space being completely void of anything and just being like no medium at all, mm -hmm. never made sense to me, especially when they, they talk about how those little trilobears, those little, um, they're like little water bears, I think is what they're called or whatever. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Those things are amazing. Those things. They can live in the dead of space for three years and then be like unthawed and like are still alive and i'm just kind of going yeah. like i don't 
and it's also not ever like absolute zero. Right. Yeah, there are a lot of questions. But my understanding after this module was that I thought the same as you. Well, that Einstein was taking it away, but then later on he came back and tried right. to put it back in with the That's whole true. ether. It was, that was a, older. Yeah, it was like 10 years or 11 years later, but then it had already been adopted that let's look at it as a vacuum and there's no ether. They took ether out of the equation. Right. So, I mean, like, I think like a big, which I'm sure they'll get into all this next time, but it's like, you know, there are some big um, holes in terms of it's like, okay, you have um, like Descartes talks about like there's the mind body separation, you know, um, that's like mm -hmm. the very beginning of this is what it was about. And, right. you know, and then they also go into the pounds per square inch of like iron and stuff and how the, the, the hole is completely unpredicted by the, by the balancing of all the parts and, you know, and then like, I know that they're going to bring that back around to, well, maybe the mind and the body aren't separate. Like maybe it is mm -hmm. all interconnected, which yes, it's cool. But then, you know, and then there's uh they said like Newton has some more stuff to say about consciousness, like um it, they went into all of newton's like you know law of you know f equals ma force and uh, i mean they they went through all of his laws of the shape of the universe being whether it's flat closed open all that stuff and i was just right. kind of going like i guess they're trying to point out what is what how we got to where we are right now but even within pointing that out like I have opinions on what, what I think is like, for instance, mm -hmm. like, um, like they're saying that the, you the, the universe is flat, like, and it's like a flat plane. Yes. And that I, was one of my, and I'm kind of going like, we, like, well, well, we, uh, we do a pretty good job of, uh, like making fun of the flat earthers, but we're going to have like a flat universe, but then like, not only that, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, that concept where it's like, you can't see the entire elephant if you're too close to it because mm -hmm. like you're like right here on the elephant so you can just see exactly. like his elbow right. or something and you can't like you can't if you're if you're that close to it you can't see that it's an elephant when you step away so like i feel like we have it doesn't matter if you send a couple of of sputnik probes out or you know like I, it doesn't matter what we do like we are in the in the scheme of all of this we're so tiny you know, minuscule yeah we have yeah, or, or, or we're only from one perspective we're on earth we're having this that's one correct. earth perspective right so i don't even know why you right. try I to think figure that's out what, the shape of the universe it's weird to me right right well which is what i think that's module four four and five are going to be about that that's going to turn away from that 2d model because yeah, it was, it was also, it was, it was flat, but it was also this two-dimensional model that all of these formulas and everything that was looked at was based on this 2D model. That was, that was something that I, that I also felt was an important point that I know they're going to pivot that in, in modules. Too, right, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I also know that it's like, I don't know how they feel about this, but, you know, they go into like um, Einstein's, um, like ideas of gravity, like, like time dilation, like uh, gravity lensing, gravity waves, redshift, and like black holes. Well, the thing is, is that like for me, so so redshift is actually how they, um, redshift is how they scientifically think that the universe is ever expanding and that um, it's getting um, 
what do you call it, colder and colder. And so it's like, right. that's how they think that um, we came from one point of singularity. Mm-hmm. But my thing is like, okay, this was in 1920. So we have a hundred years that we've been quote unquote measuring this with like, like I always have to question instrumentation. Okay. So we've been measuring all this for a hundred years. And you're telling me that supposedly according to your redshift math mechan- mathematics, we're 13.8 billion years old. Okay, cool. Um, and we were all one energy point before that and then it exploded. I just don't, I don't think we have enough information for that. Like how they deduce yes, that, I, I don't feel like is, if like a hundred of 13.8 billion years is like not even- Right, is nothing. That's not, that's not even a subset that you can even- Right. Right, we're still doing the outbreath. You know, there's still we don't know if there's yeah, be that's a, true. We don't know if there if there's a pulsation. We don't know like to what like and that like I asked said on the elephant like maybe it appears that what we can observe from this little angle seems to be getting cooler. Of but at the same time, right? Like they even talked about. Um, well, we'll just take down modern physics then. <laughs> we'll just, just take down. Well, they they even talked about though how like. Um, Oh, a pro. What did he say? He, oh, pro, protons don't actually decay in nature. And then, so I'm kind of going like, so then they go into entropy, right? They talked about entropy a lot. Entropy is a measure of, yes. of, of and entropy is a, me, a measure of missing um, information. But the thing is, Mission, is that right. like, for me, entropy also doesn't make sense because we reproduce. Like even stars reproduce. There's star nurseries. There's plant. There's mm-hmm. in, there's entire star systems that are currently being born. So how is, how are we supposed to evaporate into nothing if things are still being born 13.8 billion years later? Well, yeah, these are, these are all questions I think that modern physics really can't answer just, just yet. And will, will they ever really be able to answer it? Which again, which is why I think we're going to look at something different with unified physics um, because it just makes sense to go in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you're saying that there, there's not enough there's not enough information to from systems of measurements either. So how do we we're measuring something that we've only had for a very short period of time in the scheme of things? So based right. on this very they, limited, they do kind of talk about how there's there's really no such thing as a closed system. So right, exactly. I mean, yeah. So then what? So so that, although that's uh, yeah exactly. I, I I liked that that point. Well. Something just random that I had never known was this idea of um, white um, white holes. No, like the black holes everyone knows of, but then these ideas of white holes, which I didn't get like too far into. I was yeah, like, what did oh. that one say? I, I must have like there. Were, I have to say I, there was some eye glazing for me at some point because it was like reading a it was like reading a science reading textbook. textbook. Right, exactly. But I, I think I mean I spent like five days reading this stuff like. <laughs> And a lot of hours doing this. This was like this was like a huge physics review. But um, okay, so what I did write about um, black holes was like okay, I summarized it for myself. I was like, so black holes are apparently when space time gets a big enough mass uh, to curve space time, and it causes an event horizon, which is the radius of that edge, and a singularity occurs at the center of the object. So it's like. Uh, uh, so, so this suggests that infinite mass where everything accelerates at the speed of light to where 
uh, it appears to be frozen in time. So it's like something that's so heavy and so massed mm -hmm. that like there's so much light that it's just frozen. So that is the black hole. And then like yes. the edge around it is the event horizon. So like that's like, I, I kind right. of, I kind of like didn't understand it to be that before this. So that was kind of interesting that that's what I always just kind of thought it was uh, sucking in energy. It was just this Yes, like it's pulling you in because it's a something. Right. Yeah. And it was also such such mass and had such a heavy gravity gravitation mass and had such heavy mass that nothing could escape its uh, gravitational pull. Yeah. But maybe like I, I and I guess like they are sort of I have heard different people postulate this that like every galaxy has one at the center of it, you know, like and that's what's causing the spin. Like we're all right. like funneling some sort of black hole. Like was this was this a series also that 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 talked about um, that we that we might be in a black hole? That's there are some people that think that we are in a black hole. Oh, I haven't heard that one, but that would be yeah. Interesting. It, might, it may have been a link to video or something that I heard separately, or maybe it was okay. Well, blog, there were so was like, many there were so many other links to resources, download or resources. Yes. Like I didn't even read any yeah. of the supplemental material really. I, no, neither did I. And also, I, I did like the idea of these micro black holes because that went back into the whole, um, you know, as above, so below type of thing and these these black holes. The other thing that, that stood out for me for this was that we're, modern physics bases the entire, um, is based on unknowns. So E equals MC squared is an equivalence between three unknowns. Yeah, I wrote that too. <laughs> that Nassine Herman said that. He said like, yeah, so the, what is it? it yeah. Like the energy, the mass, and the mass thing, all that is. speed of light, they don't, and also the source of energy is, is unknown all the time. Mm -hmm. So the mathematical fig, um, calculations work, but, but again, it's based on information that oh. we just don't know where it comes from. I also wrote down that like E equals MC squared wasn't actually necessary for the atomic bomb. They didn't actually have to have that equation to create the atomic bomb. And I, I was like, oh, I yes. thought, because I always was kind of thinking like, oh, like. Einstein was the yeah, cause. I, I, yes, I was like, I was like, he's exactly. supposedly a genius and he's amazing and this and that. But at the same time, because of his science, we created the atomic bomb. That's but, the way I thought. Yeah, so that's what, I think that's what we were taught. But I don't I think guess that's, so. that's not true. So that's kind of, that clears right. him, I like him even more now. Exactly. I was thinking <laughs> the same thing. I was like, because he was also a peace activist, as far as I understood. Right. It was like at least pacific in nature. But I mean, like yeah. just time being relative to the observer or, you know, like, or, or even being relative to your space and where you are. Like, so like somebody on the moon is going to have a different experience of time than someone on the earth because it's like your rotation to your center sun or whatever it's like where you are physically and mm -hmm. um like that was a concept that didn't even exist before he thought that and I, that that's amazing like yeah it really is it's pretty cool right and and the whole um you know if, if a train is passing by and somebody's on the train they bounce a ball versus versus somebody that's watching the ball bounce on the platform and the train w going by, how how it moves differently because the person who bounced the ball on the train would just see it go up and down where the person watching it go by would see it go up and down, but actually having moved. Right, so, so it's, yeah. it's relativity, it's, just, it's all about- it's relativity. What, yeah, which is, which is an amazing, that is genius really to come up with that uh, on your own. Yeah, and it's, and both are correct, I love it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that was yeah. a good reminder because I had heard that before. My dad and brother used to like to talk to me about physics and I like this stuff. That's how I do, but it's very marginal. So I would hear this and be like, oh, wow, that's really cool, you know? But yeah, that's true. That wasn't, that wasn't, that concept at least wasn't written down if, if it had been thought of right, before, right. before Einstein. Well, and then one other thing that Nassim says about the black holes is like, and I guess we'll probably get into this in number four, but he was saying that like Nassim thinks that black holes were there um, or present prior to the galactic formation. So during the early universal um, evolution and thinks that collapsing into singularity to produce the supernova explode. Thus, thus black holes are, um, I can't read my own handwriting, something for it, are, are black holes are are the driving force not the result hmm. so that wasn't so he's thinking that like black holes may you know be the creator cause singularities cause explosions cause these things versus be the result of right like because like right now i think we sort of have for a long time they thought they like were everything just, is like, going to it yeah and like that they were that they were um also, they were like dead stars that collapsed in on themselves and turned it. I mean, like he's thinking, no, no, no. These, I think these were, these predated everything else. Or, yes. You know. Well, that, so that, that does seem to make sense. Or at least both are correct because it's like the, right. the constant circle of life that would go on at this galactic level. You know, be, like yeah, something ends and everything goes into it. And then there's a singularity and it's born again out of something else is born out of it. Mm hmm yeah um i, I also found that this is the other the other interesting things like when they started getting into more like quantum mechanics and they got a lot into like plant uh, you know max Planck and nils borg and then like Schrodinger yeah that was that, tough that. yeah that stuff got real real dense for me but like um you know, like the double split experiment is like where light can be observed as a particle and a wave. And then Schrodinger's cat is, is basically an dead and alive. Of like the dead, like the dead cat taking poison. Out. It's like, the dumb, it's such a dumb experiment. Could you not do something else besides that cat? But it, it's supposed to be like <laughs> right. observation of, um, that's right. It's, it's about, it's about like, like something is what like, perception is, is reality. Yeah. Like, yeah. What, yeah, observation um, is a causality of reality or something, whatever. But um, what I thought was interesting is that, like, he was there to say that quarks have actually never been observed in nature. They've only, you can actually only observe because quarks are even smaller than they're inside the protons and the, or when you, they're when you collide um, the particles yeah, in the, 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 makes, the CERN thing yes, or whatever. That cool yeah. thing that spins. Um, so he, they were saying, like, there's, they're acting like they're a fundamental part of, of nature, but yet we've only ever observed them when we're colliding particles at like as close as we can get to light speed. So maybe they're not as fundamental or are formational as we think, since that's the only time we've actually observed them. And you know, so that's kind of interesting. It 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 does it does this whole thing does make you kind of go like, we still have a lot of holes, and why I think we have a lot of holes too is because of how dense this shit is. And like, <laughs> you end up like, like saying it going like, Oh my God, it's very, it, it's almost presented in a way that um, they don't want a lot of people to dig into it. I feel like not them, but I'm I saying society. That that's, that was part of the, the summary of the, um, of this unit that um, 
that if you if you had if you were a physicist or somebody that has been studying something so into it and you were very into the mathematical equations of it and going over it and over it spent your life doing that because this is such complex information that at some point if you stood back and said well actually this very well could be incorrect and we have to throw all of it out or at least most of it out then or look at a completely new model then you your entire life life's work would be not down the drain but at least be you know completely different than you had expected or thought it was going to be so who is going to what kind of establishment is going to want to actually say that and, and if each person if there are people who are really into st string theory for example or just just focusing on just that aspect these physicists are so into whatever it is that they're focused on that it's hard to then like to go into other areas because their, their time is just consumed by doing this very one important but very well specific thing the thing is is like but yet we do actually have real practical um things that have been built with current modern day physics like like we understand like the engineering of like how much pressure like and forces like a bridge can hold or an, a skyscraper can or like yeah, how, sure. or, or like you know the ways in which like the airplanes or all that all the things that we have in our life are right. what we have figured out with all this stuff too but my my thing is is just that um it's does it's not done well, that's, that's also a different type of physics. And we're, we're also, it's, that's the true. laws are different. In, this is uh, more theoretical stuff too. Yes, that's true. And it's also cosmic where we're looking at practical everyday physics that work under the laws of physics that we know on planet earth. So we've right. like, they're really good at that because we're in that dimension. We're, we're, in we're that, here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who knows what it's going to be once we get to Mars. Right. So I don't think when I was thinking of modern physics, I wasn't thinking of more like, um, what is the name of that physics? What is that type of physics when you're, it's like everyday physics. No, it's everyday physics. Like just like what you're talking about. We know how much weight we need to put on a bridge, you know, how bridge should be oh, built right. so it doesn't get like, it's practical. It's, um, it's everyday use, but that physics is, seems to be very well established and thank goodness, because that's how we build our infrastructure. But outside of that the laws of physics change which is what einstein was really you know looking at i think and all the, the big like theoretical like you said theoretical thinkers yeah i also thought it's interesting that um applied physics sorry applied applied physics, applied physics. okay yeah exactly applied versus theoretical physics right um i guess theoretical physics is all the fun stuff but applied is just <laughs> yeah um which which yeah that's, you're right. Applied physics, theoretical physics. Okay. And I guess we really are kind of more looking at theoretical physics and all of this. Um, but yeah, you know, like even just things like, um, I don't know. We've never like, like, like our Higgs boson, like the Higgs boson is, um, it's a meditating, a meditating particle. It's a, it's a hypo, it's a hypothesized field that all particles interact with and thus acquire mass, but it's not actually really like observable. Yeah, that's crazy. It kind of reminded me of when, so when you're looking at a star and when you look at it, you can't really see it, but when you look kind of gaze at it or, or not right, it like bleeds it, when you, when you actually look directly at it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. But if you look right next to it, you can see the star, but if, from your peripheral somewhat or just like right. right out of focus that's kind of what that reminded me of but i think that's 
overly simplified. No, maybe not. Like that, I like that uh, analogy yeah. hypothesis. Well, it's also like, you know, the, the experiment with the observer and everything with the closed system, you just can't, if you're going to observe this, well, maybe that's not with the closed system. Maybe I was completely under, misunderstanding that, but my, but like, if you, if you watch some kind of experiment, of course, it's going to never, you can never not observe it. There's always an observer in the experiment. So that's going to somehow affect the experiment. Is, is, is that, 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 that's also what that reminded me of. But again, by that point, it was like really late into the unit. And I was like, oh my gosh. No, yeah. Like, like so long. <laughs> I was like, oh. tough. I did like their, I listened to most of their conversation about um, that they had their, their Zoom chat about this unit. It wasn't really about the unit because they don't get into the details of it. Right, but right. Talk more about it in general. And that, that was helpful. I thought that, you know, listening to it was like, okay, yeah, good. Because they did say that this was really heavy. They're like, this, most people stop here. Right. And, but they, they also said like, it don't, you don't have to memorize all this. You don't have to know it heart by heart. It's just like a refresher and take away what you want or whatever. But, you know, yeah, I was like, on. what refresher? This is completely, a lot of it's, most of it's new. I, and, or I just had heard of it basically in the past. So. There is this YouTube yeah. channel that I love called Kathy Loves Physics and History. And um, I've been watching it recently anyway, because like, I, it's, it's kind of like helping me with um, some of my magnet ideas and stuff. Like she's like, there's, she has like a whole, like she goes through and explains how electricity works like from the beginning to the end like and she'll do 40 short videos and like every new video will be about like this is you know oh cool about einstein this is Planck. this is like whatever and then she'll have she'll she's so good you have to watch her stuff um on, i'll send you some links in fact i'll like copy her link for everybody because um i actually feel like hers is more um better broken down bite size yeah like more bite size yeah. video clip that's the other thing i am so add that anymore like technology Reading. has ruined me that i cannot read this much anymore i am like i did it but it was like i i literally felt like i was in like had to study for a test i was like like if we weren't doing this together and i, yeah. I wasn't held accountable at all with you i would be like if this was just to my own vices i would have been like uh, like right. I'm gonna watch YouTube. That's the same same thing here because at the beginning there were videos, but then they stopped, and then now there's just every now and then maybe a short video, and it'll be like not... a two minute video with eight pages to read. <laughs> You're like, oh. right, exactly. But somebody, somebody, I was going through the the forum, and somebody commented that that it would be nice to have at the end of each unit, uh, Nassim summarize or one of the one of the somebody summarize each summarize thing, yeah, it or just yeah. Or give their perspective on it or something that's more palatable yeah just yeah that, that's maybe that's maybe a critique of the course itself but um but that would be helpful so yeah because yeah, because as it stands it's, down it's a little bit too maybe formal academic way of a class being conducted or, or, or yeah. being taught you know right and they probably have that for a reason especially when they're getting into um unified physics and they want you to have this understanding of physics that mm -hmm. it doesn't it should not be watered down that they're getting their point that they are uh you know award-winning physicists that are allowed to that have that they that they have the credential to to have this type of um 
theory that right. that may be the new shift. So they need to have that there, and I get that. But for like the layperson, um, yes, yeah, summary would be nice. Or right. Just some, it's like yeah. yeah, you know, like I'm 37 years old. I don't think I'm gonna, right. you know, become. I'm not changing my career. Yeah, exactly. Here, <laughs> I yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do in life, but you know, like <laughs> right now, I mean, maybe maybe I'll go grow a vegetable garden or something. But I don't think I'm gonna exactly become a rocket right. scientist maybe yeah yeah you never know you never know well you might be doing something with magnets so who knows uh, that? yeah um okay so wait is there anything else that really stuck out for you no i think that that that, that was it basically I, I think we touched upon everything and so i don't know if that was too watered down um yeah oh at the end they did kind of summarize i did like the summary that they said our fundamental understanding of each term is incomplete what is mass what is energy what is the speed of light and why is this why is it constant so there were a bunch of questions that were still unanswered which obviously were are important we have to look at it which is going to hopefully open open the door to to uh to unit four yeah, and I also kind of thought about that uh, too with when they were they were talking about the speed of light and they didn't actually mention this but like my brain sort of went to this like you know because the speed of light is constant that's a constant like that's just a thing that's a thing but then part of me kind of goes like well what if that's relative too what if that's based on its speed of light is is all constant within our solar system maybe even our galaxy but maybe it's not everywhere maybe exactly like, these light i mean i don't know like maybe, i mean especially when like i don't know if you watched that one little video when they were doing the double split experiment on at mit but they were yes. they were talking about how like not all light works equally within the double split experiment like experiment like right. for instance like they like laser they were using laser light which like worked really perfectly but then when they put like a flashlight in it doesn't do the same exact thing and then you're kind of going like well and they were talking about like like how it has like the light has to be filtered a certain way or this or that and i'm like so even like so even like not all light like works the same in all experiments so i don't know i'm just kind of thinking hmm, yeah lights sure i'll tell you i'll, I'll obviously as a person who's a big UFO experiencer and seer and lover and all that stuff, like somebody's got something else figured out that we don't got figured out. All right. And uh, I'm saying right. like, there's some speed of light stuff that's been um, manipulated somewhere along the line. And like people are saying, well, no, it's not been manipulated. It's just, um, they've figured out how to bend space time. And I'm like, that's manipulated, but right 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 yeah well maybe it's their understanding of manipulated but anyway yes, right right I, I see what you're saying manipulated yeah like they're able to yeah i mean i mean you could you could go with the whole like no no it's not true right. ufos don't exist they've never none of that's ever happened and blah 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 and i'm just crazy and lots of other people and that's fine you can go with that if you want to that's cool but like i don't know i'm just thinking maybe yeah. not well, yeah, I, I think that your point is good because it goes back for me. We had this conversation last time, like at the end, we were kind of mentioning. Um, so if we're in this fractal holographic universe and that's what we're in. And does that are there other universes that are in part of this universe 
in that, or are they separate fractals that aren't at all like ours? And then in that case, the speed of light would work differently, or that maybe there wouldn't even be light. Maybe we can't even understand what there would be. Yeah, that's true. Like there, there could be a whole other set of things that uh, our senses don't perceive. Yes. Yeah, I know this is not related to this chapter, but something that I was thinking of is like, if we were, if we're in, um, if supposedly, if we get into the whole esoteric part of it, and it's like, oh, we're based on love and ether is this whole like love, I don't know, let's say if everything is love, this doesn't okay. again have to do with physics, then, and that's what this universe is based on, or like, that's what it is. I'm like, is there another universe that's not like, is it like anti-love? Is there like, or everything hate, or, is yeah, who knows? Yeah, totally. I was like, See, oh, but I then that's, but that's why, um, that's when I sometimes think of like, well, maybe, and I don't think this universe is completely based on love because we still have war and stuff like that, you know? So I think it's probably more, I feel like we are, we definitely live in a duality, but there, mm -hmm. there might be both like right. that would be the concept of heaven or hell, right? That's true. We do live in a duality. So that's, yeah, at least in this dimension. But I think overall, if we were looking at many dimensions in the, in the whole universe thing, then I would think that it would be love. But in this third dimension, it's duality. And you can see that both sides. Anyway, it's interesting. Like, I, I, I really do think a lot about the, um, the holographic um, principle of, you know, like, like the one part contains all the information for the whole and it's even like down into our all, all of our dna has like three billion or three trillion like segments or something and and i and i thought i i asked i was asking somebody about this like one of my doctor friends or something about how like okay so like you're saying that like a drop of blood or like a a piece of dna that comes from my finger um and one that comes from like my liver have all the same information and it's like well then how does every cell if I, if I if i start out as one cell and i divide it and then i whatever like how does every cell know like what to become a fingernail cell it's versus become. like a, a liver cell or whatever and there's there's a word for that i can't remember what that is but it still means that every cell has all the information of your entire body in it. It's just like, mm -hmm. it is acting upon as this one that it is, which that's really crazy and fascinating. And like, yeah. What Cause that we? brings in the whole question of consciousness and, and their communication with each other. Yeah. And the interaction of, yeah. And being, and yet I am one fluid being here, but made up of trillions of right. cells, particles, atoms, like whatever you want to call it. And then, that and I'm one of billions on the planet right exactly and if we're all fractals of the same yeah yeah we can all access we can access all that information at some level yeah that's the stuff that I like but I don't I don't know I'm, I'm excited to see if uni unified physics can actually start proving some stuff or, or yeah yeah, or at least or if, go in that direction. Or if they're even thinking about this kind of stuff. We don't That's even know. That's true. What, we don't know. Although I have a feeling it is. Yeah, I would hope. Yeah, I mean, and the word itself is unified. I don't know. We'll see what that means. Cool. True. I have nothing else to say about that unit. <laughs> I'm glad it's done. <laughs> Goodbye, modern physics unit. <laughs> it was real fun. Thanks.
Yeah. <laughs> yeah.